Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. That's right, you're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Chua Tian Tian with your market view. Now, today we are going to set our sights on a market that may be fairly unique to our listeners. Uzbekistan. And what's the discussion about Uzbekistan without my co-host Tim Go, who's opening a hotel in the country this year? What's the status, Tim? <laughs> when would you invite us over to your hotel, really? I am targeting a March 18 opening day, just before the Nowruz Festival, which is the Uzbek New Year, or the Central Asian New Year, on March 21st. So that's uh, what I'm trying to do. Now, so why is Uzbekistan all of a sudden in the news? Well, actually, it, it's not so all of a sudden. Uh, mm. The country opened up for uh, wider mass tourism in 2018, 2019. Uh, that was when it started becoming an up-and-coming tourist destination for the intrepid traveler. Well, so uh, I have a big question. It's opening on March 18th, if I catch you correctly. So mm-hmm. when are you inviting us over? March 18th? <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to give me some time to, to iron out uh, the the hotel and make sure everything is going to go on smoothly. So I will invite you guys to come in the autumn. How about that? September, October, when the weather is perfect. Oh, that would be very nice. But uh, in case you, are, you guys are wondering why we are talking about Uzbekistan, uh, at this point in time, it's also because Uzbek president he was here in Singapore recently on his first state visit to the country. Last week. Yeah, and during his visit, both Singapore and Uzbekistan agreed to work on the promotion of bilateral economic relations. On the business side of things, the Singapore Business Federation and the Embassy of the Republic of Uzbekistan have also co-organized the Singapore-Uzbekistan Business Forum. Uh, Just a little bit more, 18 agreements signed between Singapore and Uzbekistan companies for collaboration ranging from capacity building Mm and sectors such as transport and logistics and even renewable energy. All right. And so we're going to talk to... Uh, Su Wei Chie, the Executive Director of Global Division 3 at the Singapore Business Federation, to help us understand more about uh, setting up business and investing in Uzbekistan. Right, and also what opportunities there are within the country. Well, Wei Chie, welcome to the show. Hello, good evening everybody. Happy New Year and congratulations to Tim on the hotel. Wei Chie, help us understand Uzbekistan as a market. Singapore's Minister for Trade and Industry, uh, Gan Kim Yong, he was at the Business Forum where he said the country has strong macroeconomic foundations, sustained GDP growth, large domestic market, 34 million people. But uh, explain it to us on a more granular level for our listeners. Okay, so um, thanks for that question. Uh, so when we look at macroeconomic factors, uh, we look at things like inflation, public debt balance budgets and stuff like that, right? So um, if the macroeconomic fund, uh, foundations are strong, uh, GDP growth can be sustained, etc. So um, that essentially paints a picture um, of mm. a stable economic environment, which is conducive for business. Um, now, then when we look at the large domestic market, and in fact, um, Uzbekistan's population is growing year on year, um, that indicates a growing demand for goods and services. That's something, something that Singapore companies and businesses can look forward to. Um, essentially, in everything in one sentence, um, Uzbekistan offers business opportunities to Singapore companies. Right, right. And I want to pose this question to Tim as well. Tim, mm-hmm. what made you decide to enter Uzbekistan of all the different countries around the world? What's the main attractiveness of Uzbekistan in your opinion? Well, first of all, this might <laughs> uh, sound funny to to uh, Sue, but 
it, I felt like I've been there before. For the first oh, okay. time I went there mm-hmm. on the first night, it felt so familiar to me. And one thing led to another, and the opportunity just came about. And you never say no to an opportunity as an entrepreneur. Right, right. You look at it. If it sounds good, it looks good, and it uh, has a lot of potential, then you do it. And, and as uh, Sue mentioned, 34 million people and growing. I realize it's such a big market right. that my hotel... Uh, when we first started in the planning stages, we wanted to do something more traditional for a foreign market. And then we realized during COVID-19 that our market also includes domestic market. Right. So we have to do it more modern, more contemporary to attract the local tourists as well. Mm. Well, I guess it's also uh, partly meant to be as well, Tim. Um, but I'll just post this question to Weijie. Uh, Weijie, help us understand what are some opportunities within Uzbekistan and some areas that Singapore corporations can be part of too. Mm. Uh, Agreed. So, um, Tim actually got it right uh, in the sense that tourism and hospitality is one of the focus areas that we've put a spotlight on. Uh, the past couple of years, we've looked at um, uh, Uzbekistan as a market for Singapore companies. Um, the other areas would be in areas uh, in sectors like education, mm-hmm. uh, transport and logistics as well. Uh, so uh, back in 2020 and for the, uh, for the past trips that we have done, um, the Singapore Business Federation organized business delegations. Um, and those were uh, really those, those sectors that we put a spotlight on. Uh, so we, we visited um, things like uh, boutique hotels, uh, and some of the other outfits, uh, just to understand a little bit more about what opportunities there are, and uh, we weren't disappointed. Um, out of the um, Uzbekistan-Singapore Business Forum, uh, some additional areas were flagged out mm. to us as well, um, looking at energy, looking at healthcare. Um, yeah, so and it's specifically relating to healthcare, mm. um, uh, we can, for example, look at uh, pharmaceuticals, um, I don't, I don't know if you if you notice this one, uh, uh, Wei Che. Uh, with regards to pharmaceutical, there is a uh, a pharmacy in every few meters in every city in Uzbekistan. Okay, uh, that's good to know. So you're in safe hands, right, when you're there. Uh, indeed, but um, to be honest, actually, that there is quite a bit of unmet demand, uh, despite having so many pharmacies around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we understand uh, that actually local manufacturing output covers less than 40% of their domestic needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Uzbek are also promoting uh, a farmer park uh, that can serve actually as a landing point for Singapore companies who want to start a, a presence in the country as well. Right, and uh, which I want to touch on uh, what happened at the Uzbekistan-Singapore Business Forum, which is co-organized by SBF, of course. Uh, 18 MOUs were signed between Singapore companies and Uzbek organizations. Share some examples of the agreements signed, because I understand there's one to implement chemical and fertilizer investment projects. So tell us more about that. Mm, okay. Uh, in terms of the MOUs, uh, yep, there were about 18 that were exchanged during the, um, the forum. Uh, perhaps one of the interesting ones is actually uh, uh, the development of a five-star luxury hotel. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, so, so that's estimated um, to be worth about uh, 50 US uh, USD million. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and it's concluded between um, a, a company called Universal Success. Um, and the counterpart is the deputy governor of the Bukhara region. Okay. But that's one, and that, uh, again, uh, aligned with one of the key sectors that uh, we have been looking at. 
Um, other interesting ones would be uh, one that looks at the creation of a design and engineering center uh, that will help the country uh, and support its development of large urban uh, development and infrastructure projects. Um, that's valued at about $1.5 billion. Uh, and uh, one of our growth companies called Mindhunt Group uh, involved in that. Uh, also on the development front, there's a banner drawn uh, mm. for the development industrial zones. Mm. There's one thing, Wei uh, Chid, that we need to address here as well, uh, Tian Tian, I wanted to right. bring up, sure. is the human resources factor in Uzbekistan. As mm. you mentioned, 34 million population, a lot of young uh people under 30 years old who are so eager to learn and to get into business, global business uh, standards. Uh, is this a strength that you think the country uh, has and that we should be looking at uh, here in Singapore in terms of uh, opening up businesses there? Yeah, yes. So um, they do have a, um, a good and sizable population that can support business, that can support innovation. Uh, obviously, there is also a very strong focus and a need for education uh, and education-related uh, education businesses to be in there. Um, the last time we were back there in 2020, um, our businesses learned that mm-hmm. um, approximately only 10% or, or 1 in 10, if I'm not wrong, um, of, of students can get into the tertiary level. And so, therefore, um, that is a very huge um, area of collaboration between Singapore companies and the Uzbekistan counterparts where it comes to um, higher education. Private education, I think. Uh, there are, mm. I, I'm seeing a lot of new, uh, you know, foreign universities uh, opening up in many places in Singapore as well because there is that demand. Yeah, uh, and in fact, just to add, it was also in the presidential address of uh, Uzbek, Uzbekistan president uh, back in December 2022. Mm. Uh, they actually quote uh, very clearly uh, that improving the quality of education is the right way to develop the new Uzbekistan. Right. Well, um, if you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Su Wei Chie, Executive Director of Global Division 3 at the Singapore Business Federation. Well, uh, Wei Chie, I just want to pose this question to you. Of what kind of support are businesses under SBF looking at when they enter Uzbekistan? And for people like, for instance, team uh, opening up a business in Uzbekistan, what can they expect? Mm. Um, so at Singapore Business Federation, we have a, a partnership. Uh, right. with Enterprise Singapore um, that helps Singapore companies go overseas. Um, that program is called Global Connect at SBF. Uh, and, okay. yeah, and we adopt a framework that we call Learn, Land, Localize, um, which we will journey together with the companies as they go overseas. Mm. Um, so that framework essentially means that in the early stage, um, we provide information to companies who want to learn more about the economic situation, the industry landscape, um, and possible business opportunities for them. Uh, companies can join our seminars, like what happened um, uh, last week. That's the Uzbekistan uh, Singapore Business Forum. Uh, they can participate in networking sessions. And especially if there are incoming business delegations, um, there would be a lot of learning opportunities as well, just really to hear uh, firsthand the unvarnished situation in those countries and in those markets. I think this is something I need to look into because I had a head start uh, getting into Uzbekistan of what five years ago now, uh, even before I knew all about this. But this is something I'm interested in because I learned the hard way, I guess you can say. But what are the challenges that we need to consider if we're thinking about getting into business there or even the advantages? 
Um, so one of the things is really about looking for the right business partner. We have heard that uh, many times over mm-hmm. uh, for Singapore companies to enter a foreign market. Um, you're new there. Uh, you need to get connected. Yes. Uh, who can help you secure um, the very critical resources to help you succeed in those um, in those foreign markets? So the ability to actually get that uh, partner partner um, is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when uh, you know when companies move into the ready stage. Uh, we help them land their business overseas. We connect them with buyers, sellers, partners, so to speak. Uh, so it could be for clear investments. And in, in this case, right, in your case, it's more for the investment angle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we work with partners. Um, and we don't we don't deal directly with all the companies. Um, our partners would include agencies like um, the investment promotion agency, Wizipart, um, or our counterpart chambers, the UCCI, mm-hmm. uh, and we sometimes also uh, tap on private. Uh, and professional service firms based in based overseas, uh, in this case in Uzbekistan, to really help uh, look at some of the, what kind of potential partners we can look to uh, to help the Singapore companies um, get lending points set up. Mm. And we share this question for you as well. Uzbekistan, about seven hours flight away from Singapore, but so far there has been no direct flights <laughs> to the country since 2019. And I believe, Tim, uh, when you were about to come back to Singapore, you were stuck because of poor visibility, right? And it I was in a, yeah, in a remote uh, remote part of the country. So, yes, getting yeah. to a major city and then to get catching a flight to Singapore, was uh, yeah, that was my challenge. Yeah, so how are authorities in Uzbekistan improving connectivity to the country and how would collaborating with Singapore businesses improve that? Because, uh, Weijie, I understand Singapore is helping to build a new airport for Uzbekistan, right? Uh, yes. Uh, so, Changi Airport International and Uzbekistan Airport, they are looking at um, uh, they're looking at the Tashkent International Airport. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm not wrong, the project value is about $1 billion US dollars. Uh, so, we think, um, you know, Singapore, we have this fantastic airport and we have uh, great places there. So I do think that um, at, a, at a private level, right, um, the Changi Airport can actually, the expertise can actually help them to really improve um, uh, how, how they run um, a logistical services that's associated with air travel. Mm. All right. Thank you very much, Wei Chie. That was Su Wei Chie, Executive Director of Global Division 3 at the Singapore Business Federation, telling us all about doing business in Uzbekistan. Wei Chie, we're going to have to connect together and uh, see how far we can go <laughs> with uh, investing in Uzbekistan. Thank you very much for joining us here on Market View on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.